Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 407 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Chris. Dana Eileen. Ahoy. Jordan Biorti. How's it going? And Edward Gafton, whose name I almost... Must bas- I massacred. I'm sorry. <laughs> you massacred the sentence after massacred that. my own. Yeah, well. the, At least podcasting. You can't take it personally. He screwed it all up. So that's my stutter. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> How's everybody name. doing? <laughs> Full recovery. Hey. Oh, I I cried, the threshold of like being tired, and now I'm just giddy. <laughs> I was giggling too. I didn't ruin the opening though. Ha! <laughs> I want an award for that. Shiznat. I'm not gonna. I was about it. to say the same, but with general apathy towards the world. But no, then I'm definitely not giddy. Are we not going to discuss that? I just said Shiznat. That happened. No, it's, we don't need to acknowledge it. Yeah, you live with what you just did. Yeah. We don't need to give it you, oxygen. You regret that. <laughs> you carry huh. it with you. Just we were all trying to spare you, but. Uh, Oh, well, I appreciate it. It's like good at analytics. You don't swear in the first like, th- was it like three minutes or something of a of a podcast or a video or something, and it gets flagged by YouTube. Have we ever sure. not done that? I yeah. think we've been pretty consistent. All right. Well. Hey, this person just entered space. <laughs> <Fuck>. No. <laughs> oh well. The, the weird trove or thing or whatever it is. What? what? Nice. It's, Different stream. Nobody knows what's happening. Yeah, we're good. I, I Talk louder. In the void now. <laughs> there, there's a voice. All right. Yeah. That got weird. Let's start well, over. Chris, back to you. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode four hundred seven. <laughs> shut the shut the thing down. <laughs> I I cursed it all with my stutter. I apologize. Why do you make the guy with the stutter host? Um, but uh, oh, oh, you. Um. <laughs> I was trying to lead into a sad segue there to get our, our first topic going off because, uh, yeah, we, I mean, I feel a bit of deja vu saying this, but uh, Google Stadia was officially announced to be shutting down today. Uh, it'll be shut down in January of next year. I feel like we said this around the same time last year, though. <laughs> Correct me yeah. Did we? Well, I feel like we, we, maybe we were hinting at the death of it because they were like talking. We definitely about thought it, about I don't it. think they, it's the thing we discussed. Yeah, we definitely did. This, I mean, the writing was on the wall, let's be clear. It's been gone for a while. This is the, the funeral. This is the refund yeah. era. You know, this yeah. is when it's like, no, it's it's done. At least, you know, they said they're going to refund everyone on, on the Google Play Store. Even hardware purchases, like even the Stadia controller, if you oh, pull one good. from them, they're going to refund you on it. So but how like, does that work? How does the refund work? Like if you just ever bought anything ever, you get the money back? Like That is my is understanding. It's, it's, it's pretty substantial so and they will lose a lot of money on it. Financially, this is this is a bad decision, a especially this is a, yeah, yeah, especially with reports that like with the deals that they made with Ubisoft for like Assassin's Creed and all of those games. Apparently, though, those were like a lot of money, like tens of yeah. billions for like a game. So, all in all, this is a a massive like loss on their on their part. But at least now it's over. Now it's buried, you know. <laughs> Now we can heal. <laughs> now we can heal, and on 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 you know on, on the flip side, at least they, they said, hey, we're gonna offer the tech to other people and other companies to build off of that. So that's kind of cool. 
the technology behind Stadia was always the best part of it. The business model wasn't, but it just the, the service was, was there. The service always felt half baked. Yeah, and then even the features they said at launch still never really happened. Some of them, like remember, remember mm. when they said, "Oh, you can watch your YouTube video and then jump right at that moment." Not that anyone mm. necessarily would, but that never happened in the end. Yeah. So there's a lot of like things like that with Stadia that kind of just like, you know, failed it. I actually found the thing I was thinking yeah. of while I was having deja vu here. Uh, there was a story I wrote back in February of last year, actually, where they had halted game development in-house. Uh, mm-hmm. And they shifted to a system yeah, that for was, parties. Yeah, That's what I was thinking of and why I felt so familiar. Like, I've heard of this before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this super surreal moment. So, yeah, like, the writing was pretty much on the wall then. But uh, this is just mm-hmm. the last, like, we're calling it now, like, declaration yeah. of death or time of death or whatever. Was there any, like, that's where any, I went with that. <laughs> was there ever any exclusive though that actually came out? I know there were like deals. I don't think made. so. No. Yeah, there was. There was uh, like Cyberpunk was the big one they kind of yeah. really kind of pushed. So that's about it. And then actually played really well on on Stadia. Yeah, like, I, I was yeah. able to play. I was able to play Cyberpunk when it first came out because it allowed me to jump in when everyone else was still having trouble downloading it. So I I did not hate Stadia. I just don't think it was very good. I didn't know anybody that I knew touched it. So there's that. I did just for Cyberpunk. Here, I'm I'm gonna move everybody around <laughs> dramatically. Oh no, I'm not. I can't move you guys. This sucks. It's the we worst day you. ever. Ha. Well, I keep looking at you and it wasn't me looking at you and it was weird. It's Jordan. I, I can't move, just so you all know. <laughs> I'm unmovable. I don't know. <laughs> when an immovable object meets an unstoppable force, this is Just what happens. Running the podcast. I'm sorry, guys. Yes, I did it. Oh no, I moved it this back. Is... But while while, while you jangle us like I'm a bunch of down. keys, um, I, I feel like like you know we we said this like the last time we talked about this, where you know Stadia. I feel like Stadia was always doomed to fail because the like infrastructure that is required for cloud-based gaming just doesn't exist in like no, I'm, I'm the western part of the world i don't i i don't i do not agree with that one bit i think xbox managed to make it work with xbox game streaming the problem with stadia is the fact that um google just didn't put the money or effort into it properly well so it's I, always i think they put in the money they, they definitely put in the money but they didn't do it right they yeah, didn't market it fair. properly. They didn't. They didn't really have an angle of, of, on it. They wanted to be aggressive from the get go and have investment mm. and try to get some big games, and they have. But at the end of the day, it wasn't like a service that many people even knew about. Like I don't even know yeah. anyone who has awareness of it. Really, I also think they overpriced the controllers. They over they made it really confusing on what you needed to buy. So you had, you had the Stadia pack that included like the controller and like a, a Chromecast HD. Then you had the normal pack would just do the controller and then you had they just you could buy a chromecast and it kind of worked so you could just use an xbox controller or a playstation controller they never made it clear what you needed to run it and they never made it easy to just jump in and try it and as such you also have the problem of do you buy the game but then you're kind of only renting them but there was also a paid service you had that made it so it doesn't have uh, get better uh, streaming but you still had to buy the games on top of that. So it was very confused business model. Xbox but, just made more sense. You just buy Xbox, you know, you pay for Xbox Ultimate and you just have it. 
and I, what, and I think um, that was that was the yeah. key difference as well, right? Because with XCloud and with PlayStation Now, yeah. in the case of PS3 games, you can just stream them, and it's even yeah. if it's bad experience, at least it comes included with something else. Yeah. So at least that's not you know what you do on uh, on xcloud right now you can just you know i can just get on my phone they have touch controls up there mm-hmm. every day i can just yeah. give it a go and i have just out of sheer curiosity and that works fine i it's not my preferred way to play but it's still it's an option and i know yeah. of it and maybe in 10 years it will be great but that's kind of what they're, they're getting ready for stadia was never that stadia was never mm-hmm. getting ready stadia wanted to be <laughs> To be ready already. Yeah, they wanted to be a console and they wanted to be now. (laughs) But it it had so few games. Some of them were like, just didn't work. Like you had some games, they're like, yeah, this is just a bad game. Like a lot of the shooters on the platform just didn't work fast enough to make them competitive or playable. I think Destiny 2 was one of the big ones they had, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think people tried playing competitively with that game and it just physically didn't work because it was just... The delay was too noticeable to make it fun, and if you were playing against other people where they were, you know, trying to shoot you, you would not last very long. And that's kind of where that infrastructure stuff comes into that Jordan was bringing yeah. up because, like, if your internet like connection isn't good enough, then you're, you don't stand a chance of even yeah. approaching exactly. that level of play. And if it the, if the platform itself isn't is also holding you back, you, know, like yeah. you already have the one hurdle that <laughs> you're jumping over two. Mm-hmm. I've actually been testing uh, like a lot of cloud uh, services through PlayStation and Steam mostly. Right. As I've been testing some mobile controllers and stuff like that, like the, uh, the Backbone One, um, and it, that they're damn so near pretty. seamless. It is. It's a very nice. The PlayStation mm-hmm. Edition is a very nice one. Um, well, that's, but uh, that's it, iPhone only, right? Uh, this model is, but they've. I can't remember off the top of my head if they have. Android they have an Android the one. They also have like an Xbox version of it too but oh, i okay. played the xbox app with this so oh, that's cool. kind of mm. cross compatible <laughs> but anyways like it it runs really well like i tested with elden ring and that's not, mm. not a game i'm great at but i was doing as fine as i normally do on on console with it because there's that like there's no lag but if my internet wasn't any good or if my ps5 was maybe in my basement where i don't have it hardwired mm. that's one thing i haven't tested so like yeah when you throw that kind of connection in you're not going to have a good time with 90% of games, probably, except okay. unless it's something slow. Interesting. But, uh, I, know. Just, I, I, I guess I, I, maybe I'm just I'm, I'm cynical because I'm still not sold on the concept of cloud-based gaming. Because I mean, to be fair, you know, most people aren't. Yeah, it's it's you know, there's no like the whole concept of ownership goes out the window. I think about games like like Kingdom Hearts Cloud on the Switch and what an utter piece of shit that is. Like. Yeah, and and that's why, like every time I see, you know, like like, you know, there was that the, that the last direct where it's like Resident Evil cloud version. I'm like, ooh, great! I love playing this at 10 frames a second. Like well, then, and yeah. people are like, yeah, that takes away the whole point of having the Switch and being able to take it on the go. If you yeah, exactly. Take that game on the go. I I don't think of it as like a great main way of gaming, but in my case, I like it because I can play my Switch, my play my PS5 like a Switch, right, right. basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was reviewing Valkyrie Elysium this week and watching TV with wife in the process, so I just you have your booted own. up on my phone, threw it on the backbone, and you know, I was playing my PS5 like it was a Switch, and it was beautiful. That's <laughs> but that's, that's not how I want to play game all the time. Conceptually, yeah, conceptually it is cool. 
that's why I really want like something Steam Deck ish because I awesome. there's that's a good. lot of PC yeah. games that I would love to play, but we've discussed that I'm lazy and I don't want to sit at my damn desk because I sit mm, at my so desk get this. all day now. <laughs> get one of yeah. these and use the Steam because Steam does the same thing too. Like I, I tested it with Steam as well, um, right. and you can just do that without the Steam Deck and waiting for the chance to spend that much money on a steam deck hang hang a tv from your ceiling lie in bed with your playstation didn't we discuss last week like i, I used to have like a huge recliner and live my best life but it doesn't look like that anymore. <laughs> or alternatively if you are comfortable with a headset on like a vr headset on i've been playing my quest and, and like kind of watching movies in bed as i okay. as i before i fall asleep actually not a bad experience <laughs> i like it it's a good I could see that mm-hmm. I just want to be comfy, guys. That's all I'm here for. Just I mean, that's here fair. for the comfy. Just here for the comfy. Well, there's no time for comfy. We have we have uh, drama to discuss in the gaming industry. Drama? Yes, drama. Not in the gaming industry. Not in the gaming industry. That seems literally impossible. Yeah. Actually, that's something we probably Never. should have added to the list. Everybody's fired. Not here. You're fine. Continue. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077, it's time to talk about this again. Uh, but in the opposite tone that we normally talk about it, we talk a lot about how it bond, but it's not right. bombing right now. It everyone is, loves it now. Everyone loves it now. It's the top of the Steam charts. Yeah. Um, actually, I, that, that reminds me, I'm, I'm not sure if it's high on every other platform. It's just Steam. It's, it's high everywhere. Yeah. Just everywhere to remind yeah. everybody. Cyberpunk hurt you guys. They hurt it you. Did. Don't go back to them. They <laughs> They'll hurt did. you again. Like I have a funny it, but... cyber, uh, cyberpunk story where, like, before pre-orders went live, my best friend and I, okay. we were, like, watching the countdown half an hour before, and we were like, should we, should we do it? Should we pre-order? Should we just, like, yeah, yeah. if we do it now, we can we can play at launch when it finally comes out at midnight. And we did. Half hour after playing on PS4, we were both, like, yeah, filing in for refunds. And I haven't yeah, touched it fair. since. Hmm. I mean, I started fair. it for eight seconds. It's fine. I just can't get back into games like that because I don't, don't want to go back. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because uh, our, 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 our one writer, Climate, was streaming it then like hours before it went live because he had the yeah. review copy and was able to stream it a few hours early. And on his computer, it looked fine. And then a couple yeah. hours later, everyone else got their hands on it and. But that's happened with a few games again. for us. Yeah. Like, Brendan did. Uh, Diablo Immortal and everything was great. And then once it went live, it was yeah. just like, give us a slightly money. different version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I remember hearing like some reports that like the like review versions they gave out were like better optimized than the were. actual like yeah. review. They also only sense. gave PC copies as well to press. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's right too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same though. If you think about like, you know, usually when we get a game, we get like the super ultimate extra fancy yeah, edition yeah. like yeah they're trying to give us the best of the best that's how that works right 100 not always sometimes they give you not always and then and i'm like hey these it, games but... are busted don't talk about the bugs please yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are also. aware they exist we know that don't draw attention to it yes we know don't worry, we yeah. report on the crap, people. <laughs> that is that is kind of a weird sensation, yeah, when you review something like that. Recently, I looked at the newest D&D books, and I thought they were great, but there was a whole racial undertone thing that I didn't pick up on. Really? And, uh, yeah, like, some unfortunate language um, Oh, of a kind of thing that they're trying to move away from. And it wasn't done, like, in a malicious tone. It was just 
people called and were like, what are you, what are you doing here? You and they apologized for it. And yeah, like they were trying to be better about it and they went and did something that they're trying to get away from. But, oh, that's, mm. but uh, like, yeah, it's a weird stance as a critic to be like, I loved this thing. And then people were like, actually, this part <laughs> of it really love sucks. It. You <laughs> not love it. Oh, <laughs> I did that with Lost Ark. I was like, it seems like very pay to win. And then somebody commented and was like, no, it's not. And then they told me why. And I was like, oh, I completely misunderstood how that worked. Hey, hey. <laughs> this is uncomfortable. <laughs> we are human and fallible. Yeah. Weird how that also, works just can't, I can't read sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine. I want it read. Anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of I, I kind of help but feel that people might take the wrong message from this. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this game launched when it shouldn't have like it was pushed to market by the board and it should not have launched the way it did it's fine now but like you can't just throw a like a really good anime at it and be like everyone love us now <laughs> apparently like, you can chris <laughs> apparently a really good can't. anime sells everything dlc coming people are excited for and like i am 100 percent with you like this like i said they hurt you <laughs> like yeah. don't forget that but at the same time you have to at some point give forgiveness to you right that, that's, like okay they know they screwed up and maybe this will come out but maybe it'll be great and it'll be like our okay they can come back guys they're cool again because i mean mm. we've all made mistakes right mm. well, they get to put a little right. asterisk on it right like but yeah. the thing i think with cyberpunk that makes it different for me is that i still haven't heard anyone say oh play it it's really good now yeah. People are not saying that there's no there's no buzz around it there's no this like everyone's playing it but no one's like saying anything about it well i feel like i I feel like it's like the the people a lot of the people who are playing it even like now are like kind of like that same like sect of people who were like excited and like loved it before they even knew about it so it's like it's like even though because that's the thing it's like it's like the like the game has been updated substantially and it play like it plays like from a technical perspective Mm -hmm better than it did when it launched but it doesn't like fundamentally fix a lot of the problems that it like i like cd project red was kind of out of their depth when making a game like this um i don't i don't i don't think cd project red were out of their depth i think they had the skill set to do it well, i think management didn't give them the tools or the resources to do that properly well and no, I, I, I mean yeah, like well, uh, what i mean by out of their out of their depth is like just because like you know their their biggest success in The Witcher 3 was so radically different from what Cyberpunk okay. was. So it's like they were approaching yeah. something that was so new to them in terms of like it was a first person game. It was, you know, uh, different, different, like, you know, different style, different setting, different genre. Like it was just so radically different from the thing that made them super successful and the thing that they cut their teeth on with Witcher 1, 2, and 3. So like yeah. that, that's kind of what I mean. Like fundamentally, the game, like, doesn't really work just because like you know maybe they it, it needed a little bit more time in the oven like you guys were saying right so it's like you know now you have a, a, an anime that kind of like makes the game look really good you have all these people kind of like maybe like kind of going to it and, and trying it or saying look guys it's good but this great anime is about it like it's good play it yeah but it's not like it's not like the same thing you know how where like you look at you know um, i've used this example a hundred times in talking about cyberpunk you look at no man's sky which kind of like structurally was terrible and actually you know put the time and effort in and became something really good like in time so i, I don't know it's yeah it's weird and, and i think chris is on the money it's a kind of a worry that it's like something that, that that like is this good from a different piece of media 
is going to lead people to play like a mediocre to bad game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do it's you, like do I, you I, set the bar really, really low, and then when you're just kind of okay, we're like, hey, this game's great now. Yeah. It's like it's like I like I don't want to begrudge them for like fixing the game. It was good. Like they could have just left yeah, it sure. the pile that it was. Great. I'm glad you fixed it. What I have a problem with is the industry allowing this to continually happen. Like the shareholders keep pushing this to happen with games like No yeah. Man's Sky and this. No Man's Sky is still fixing itself. They've mm-hmm. they've had a lot more success, I think, that the Cyberpunk has in terms of actually mm-hmm. fixing the game. Yeah. But and um, public reception as well has really turned well, in their favor as well. Like people were screaming yeah, playing No Man's Sky. Because well, because Snowman Sky definitely feels too like they've they've actually gone a bit past the point of fixing itself, and now they're just like constantly enhancing themselves, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And everything's free still. Yeah, now, yeah, so yeah. they're not charging for any of it. Yeah, like that's a big plus. Speaking of which, that uh, new version comes out next week. Which one? Yeah, so the, the PS5, the, uh, the next gen versions yeah. came out and they were great. Oh, I'm still. And there's, so yeah, the release of PS5, like a physical copy next week, alongside the Switch version, which. I'm really yeah. pulling for the Switch version, man. Very curious to see how that one turns out. I really <laughs> hope it's good. I got my name it's... on it to review. I really hope it's good. Both Nier Automata and No Man's Sky coming out next week. It could be a big week proving how much life is left at the Switch hardware. Was it, was it Clement uh, was saying that uh, the, apparently it's a really good port, or was that you, Chris? Uh, I got it, but I haven't had a chance to dig into it to really see what's okay. up with it yet. Who, yeah, because I, I can't remember who was saying now who, that they had heard like it's actually a really we, solid. I don't think we were allowed talking about it at all yet. So yeah, that was all he would say. But uh, <laughs> we Shut heard up. through a friend of a friend of ours. That also has an anime coming out, by the way. Oh, does it? Oh, yeah, it does. I, yeah, yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. So now that. That was a game that launched well. It did well for a yeah. cult title, <laughs> so, and so it deserves a good anime. Yeah, it deserves it. It's good, but yeah, like, like I just don't want people taking like like you know these things happen. Games launch in imperfect states all the time. It's always been a thing, but it's just we need to learn from it, right? Like there was another game that uh, I think it's the Call of Duty beta. There was reports about mm-hmm. it causing epileptic incidents again. Again, Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. This happened with Cyberpunk. Did we learn nothing? <laughs> like, no. Um, that we need to have this like this is brought to our attention it was a big thing why are developers still allowing this to happen like mm-hmm. and it's not like it's a small indie studio that doesn't have the resources it's yeah. call of duty yeah well uh, yeah. It's, it's something we've, we've, we've done this once or twice guys once or we've, twice this year <laughs> yeah we've definitely uh we've definitely talked about this before right like at, yeah. it, it kind of feels like at the end of the day you know the the developers don't have the most say in what happens like if if the publishing company like if they want this game to go out they say okay it needs to go up by this time and whether it's ready or not like and then you know and then the devs are on the hook because when the, when the game gets you know kind of like raked over the coals it's all these lazy devs they don't know how to code they don't know how to do this and they don't know how to do that mm-hmm. when like mm-hmm. you know nine times out of ten it is that they that like those the guys who are making the games don't have a lot of power in the decision making of when the game goes out well, and, and that's got to be painful too. Like when you know, like something you did isn't good enough to be out there mm-hmm. yet, and somebody else is like, "Well, too bad." Like if imagine you wrote an article that like you just weren't good with yet, and they were like, "Well, too bad." Like that would that would haunt me for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, and to, to jump to another to jump to another example uh, this week, that's uh, in our notes here. Skull, a skull and Bones was delayed yesterday. Yes. Again, the game is finished. It's done, but they're polishing and testing it mm-hmm. for the next four months 
it's now coming out in yeah, March. Like it's not a short delay. Yeah. No, but like, and that's. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, I like, can just imagine the team and, and, and Ubisoft and how they're feeling right now. Like, they almost met the deadline. And like, now that's got to be demoralizing yeah. to have the goalpost moved on you at the last minute like that. But it's um, such a strange rollout. It's such a strange rollout, even with the, with the marketing and everything they've shown so far, like, was mm. bad. Even at Gamescom, they had like yeah. a giant boot, a giant Sea of Thieves. Uh, sorry, not Sea of Thieves. Did they really? <laughs> they did. Uh-oh. Yeah, uh oh. But like, it was only a presentation. There was nothing. You can go in, watch this kind of the same kind of video that you can see online already. So it's like, what's the point? And it's like, oh, yeah. they're going to have an open beta for it. It's like, good but you should have had this earlier you should have really like had people hands-on with the game yeah. if you really want a feedback now it, i feel like it's too late and it's just such a strange situation and further delaying it only makes public reception worse already we don't know who was interested in this black flag fans not anymore certainly not it's been far too long people forgot but about it, it also amps up the expectations now Okay, okay, your game was done mm-hmm. and we gave you an extra four months so now it better be outstanding like there's going to be people yeah chasing that with a fine tooth chasing it with a fine tooth comb and like any little errors and be like why you had extra time you know yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and i mean that's I, probably on us well, as a community and how we react to things like we need to yeah, yeah. cut a little bit of slack sometimes well, yeah absolutely <laughs> but again it's 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 a it's like it's it's a it's a crazy like circular problem because it's like you have like the game the industry itself that like kind of like doesn't that doesn't set you know devs up for success and they mm-hmm. rush things out you know you have games media like like holding ourselves accountable who you know run articles about this stuff and generate hype and you know how many times you read an article about like the hype is real believe the hype and then the game uh, comes yeah. out it's almost it's, you have you know you have like you you have that 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 like that like secular group of fans who like you know pump it up on on social media and they're happy with it no matter what and they'll tell you you're the secular wrong secular group of friends yes there's a secular oh, group of fans okay so they're all wouldn't, like, wouldn't they be know, like the religious they love it fucking yeah. religiously yeah exactly dude so i knew people secular. who literally like 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 were like <laughs> talking about secular secular means not religious at all mm-hmm. are you sure yeah yes yeah, don't 100%. listen. I am. Means, yeah. It's three to one on this. <laughs> I never claimed to be a good journalist yes, <laughs> or a good religious man. I don't yeah, even claim no. to be a journalist. <laughs> they let me do stuff. Okay, anyway, uh, you have this. Uh, I guess what? Um, the, the devotees, zealous, zealous the group zealous. Of, of, of fans. No religious. Are are like ready to, ready to pump it up and and like regardless of, of oh. how it comes out, they'll tell you it's wrong and oh the version I played was perfectly fine, so uh, you're wrong. Like and then you know and then the and but like and it's like you know people will let the company like they'll the people will buy it regardless because they're hyped up about it whether it's good or bad yeah. or not. And then you know the bu- like publishing companies just look at the dollars sold and say okay this worked let's do it again like and it just all goes around. Yeah, I think that's that's also again on the community. You know, can we, as a community, not just uh, writers but as gamers, can we just uh, concede that you may not encounter the same glitches that someone else does? So if someone says, "Oh, the game is doing this to me," the, the response isn't as you said that you're wrong. Yeah, like, yeah you're wrong. You said, what system <laughs> no, no, did you play happened. on? Like, because like I, I had a friend who played uh, Cyberpunk on Xbox One when it came out, and like a standard Xbox One, like that one, like the, not even the X or anything. 
and liked it just fine. Like had some bugs, yeah. but had a fine experience. Like not mm-hmm. everyone had yeah. a broken game, even on some of the worst platforms. Like it is possible, oddly enough, but <laughs> yeah. but um, that's why. But you know what? And it's 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 like it's 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 weird how you do kind of see it like in the reverse because like. You know, I I kind of feel like you know when you look at a game like like Breath of the Wild two for example, right? Like okay. like Nintendo has been really Tears like Kingdom. Oh, Tears of the Kingdom. Thank you. I didn't want to just throw it out there in case nobody like, just like knew what I was talking about. Like I need to normalize calling it that. Um, it's actually yeah. called uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, but like, yeah, like like they you know they haven't been they've been keeping the cards pretty close to the to the chest on that one. But like they kind of you know with the little snippets they've been giving people, you know they 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 had a pretty like reasonable release window. They they announced it what back in like twenty twenty one or end of like twenty twenty. I almost want to say uh, like okay for the back of that thing, yeah, yeah. Was it 2019? It was. It, no, it wasn't. I feel like it was on the radar was before it? COVID. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then like, and then you know, when they, when they, same thing. Like the the last direct when they said, look, like, like, like now it's 2019. Pretty, yeah, it, it's pretty okay. Okay, wow. I, was, I can't believe it's that far back. Um, you know, they, 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 you know, they came out and said like, we, you know, we were planning to release it like this holiday season, but you know, we want to keep working on it and fine tuning it, so it's going to come right. out you know, early next year, you really, people really didn't get mad about that. They weren't like up in arms and freaking out and causing controversy that, that Zelda got delayed. Like, you know, mm-hmm. well, that's the thing with this example too, is like, they have showed us so little, we don't know anything about it, which leads to a frustration of a kind, yeah. but it's also, it's not also like we've had four delays, like see it like uh, skull and bones where it's like, here's all this. It's so coming. No, not yet. It's coming. Saw, no, not yet. We saw 15 minutes of gameplay in 2018 from Skull and Bones. Yeah. We saw a chunk mm-hmm. of it. We saw a lot. That game was supposed to be out 2018. Yeah. And then, and then they're wasn't. still showing you just gameplay at Gamescom. Like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, ugh. Well, okay. You know what? No, I, 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 not, 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 sorry, not to not to like be that guy, but I was right. The, the actual announcement, the, like, the, the initial announcement so. for, uh, for, for Pews of the Kingdom was the e3 2021 so it wasn't that long ago that they announced it you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like even though they haven't shown a lot it's like the the, the time at which they announced it and the time at which they're getting ready to release it is right. like i guess so far you know or so so close together that you know a small delay just for fine tuning and making sure that the game is like up to up to up to snuff mm-hmm. for nintendo is like i guess it's not going to cause that much uh you know that much harm but like I've said before, Nintendo is usually pretty good with that stuff. They typically don't show things until they're more or less ready to get announced or ready to get released, right? Like the, the, the never more like, so than this game. Like never more. That's, yeah, exactly. Else. Right. Like <laughs> they've never. With the, yeah, with with with, with, the with the rare exception with the rare exceptions because yeah, like between like Metroid Prime Three, which you know has been a whole fiasco in itself, and like Bayonetta, yeah, which we're only like just seeing things about now, but like you know, I feel like it not to be that guy, Jordan, it. but I think you actually mean uh, uh, Metroid Prime Four. Uh, not to be that guy but i'm gonna be that guy <laughs> it's yeah. actually called uh metro 5 for uh retribution <laughs> oh god it's actually other other m2 um, other m2 yeah what's the opposite of dread <laughs> smile <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about this earlier and i kind of hope that uh, tears of the kingdom comes out with not seeing anything else i would love for them to just yeah. Yeah, drop I mean, it 
and that and just, that's that's kind of just dead drop it. That's kind of what I feel like they're gonna do for this one again because we already know it's being built off of the the like the engine that the last one was using and it's more or less the same world map. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm guessing do they probably want to keep everything because of the the nature of how you explore the world and everything they want to keep it all very tightly wrapped so people can just have the adventure and 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 have fun and enjoy and exp- and discover things on their own. Yeah, which is a good strategy. There'll be a big trailer at, at TGA, and then you'll have a treehouse in like February, and that'll be it. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. Just, just, just give me the game. Just put it out. Don't show but us anything but else. That's, but that's you know to 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 bring it back around to yeah what I was saying. Like yeah. that's that's it's something that that's what needs to be normalized more in the game industry. Yeah. I don't know if more companies are starting to do it now. I I, I like I don't have it. I personally haven't really seen it. You know, it's like everyone still needs to have that that big reveal, that big announcement for whatever games event is happening. But it's like, don't announce something until you're actually close to ready. Don't announce a game five years from release and then you release it and it's still fucking broken. Like, because well, by, by saying, guys, not, when I started here, you people were were requesting games for systems that weren't even out yet. So <laughs> yeah, I want you my copy of No Man's Sky for the PS6, okay? I need to yeah, be up like, on that. <laughs> seriously, that's what was happening. And then the Listen. PlayStation and the Xbox came out and yeah. like nobody had them because nobody could get them. And I was like, you know what we're going to do? Not that anymore. Because that was what happened, Dana. <laughs> that the, the moral of that story is that you, you know, you tied everything together around here, the nice little bow. We were, we were, it was Mad Max around here before you showed up. Anarchy. <laughs> what makes the Skull and Bones uh, delay great is that you can still buy it on Stadia, but Stadia wouldn't be available when when Skull and Bones com- comes out now. Yeah, no that's, kidding. That's some time <laughs> stuff that right is there, very right? funny. <laughs> <laughs> By, by the same token, and just on a last note too, I think you know, the Skull and Bones delay, it sucks. It was supposed to be out in like a month. It's not coming out until March now, but it's gonna be better when it gets there. Yeah. Um, or it's game delays suck. Gonna but... kill it. Who knows? Well, but, but... yeah. There's no problem. No problem. We'll, we'll at least have fun playing the open beta. It'll be great. You know, like yeah, yeah. we'll have fun for like two hours. It'll be fun. But didn't um... who was reading out loud? <laughs> that might have been me. Sorry, I was whispering to myself. <laughs> just kidding. Like ASMR, See like whispers. <laughs> Sorry. What channel is this? Is this CGM after dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's later. Sorry. Um, but what I was going to say, I don't know, maybe I missed it. I kind of zoned out there for a minute. But the other thing about this is sometimes you get surprise release dates and they're good because isn't yeah. Scorn, do- Scorn? Yes, Scorn, Scorn doing that, right? I mean, Scorn has been in development and we know about it for like years now. For like Yeah, but it moved up. Place. It was supposed to yeah. be released on the 21st and they're like, no, you can have it sooner. Gift. Get ready for Halloween, you know? Have but- more time to prep. In that case, because we were saying when they take more time, we give them crap for like yeah. not being perfect. If right. they release it early and it's crap, then think, do we, do we attack? You give, <laughs> you give people crap no matter what in this industry, crap. right? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Stay tough, everybody. If it's, if it's good, it's why, isn't it like, why isn't it not good enough? You gave, you gave this game an eight? Oh my God, you hate it? No, <laughs> You're the worst. No, we have a policy. Chuck our policy. <laughs> yes, we do have a policy. We have, we have a, we have a I don't even know half something. our staff. No, we have a policy, but we have one. It exists. <laughs> Dane out here but, uh, saying the, the quiet part loud tonight. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know. Well, you know, like there's, a while, there's a CGN7 and there's an IGN7, right? Like, they're very different. The, the, the IGN7 is what, a CGM4? Uh, it's more like, I, it's more like a joke. CGM5. 
Oh, I get it now. I'm caught up. I didn't know what the numbers were for. I didn't know where we were. Like, I was thinking like like the seven as in a group. I'm like, am I a part of the seven? Yeah, you're part of like seven. She, she's, she's a 10, but like in the country, she's a... Oh, that's my favorite that game. I just yeah. want to play that game. Can we do an entire podcast of that game? It's a I 10, feel like but... we're going to get me too if we do that. Yeah, well, let's no, do it with a... games. So it's oh, not games. Weird. Okay. Cause... Let's do it that way. <laughs> Chris yeah. in the we'll country, do it in private. She's a yeah. and I was like, I don't oh, know man. how the thing goes. I'm not. <laughs> this is old man trying to do like just internet just, speak. Just, just just took a little did a backflip there for a second. <laughs> it's like that Chris. that trend going around on Twitter, the the slut era. She whispered as she did something really banal, mm-hmm. like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like we've all to parse that one. Like, and oh, okay, CGM's yeah, canceled. Yeah. The lights just go out. Canceled. We're canceled. Well, it's, okay, it's not all doom here. and gloom. It's fine. <laughs> she said it's we fine. could. She said. <laughs> Dana said Girl, we could. And she's queer, so you're good. We've got all our bases covered. No, we don't. Just There's about. some missing. Just about. Just about. But uh, it's not all doom and gloom in our sphere this this week. Uh, not all game cancel or game postponements and stadia shutdowns. Uh, we also got some exciting first looks at some upcoming. Uh, projects we'll call them uh first of all being the last of us trailer for hbo's series which um looks really good <laughs> it does it I, like it has the hbo quality and that like really like makes me hot hype about it but the fact that i thought you were gonna say makes same, you hot I'm like well no, 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 but, like the, fact that the, font, the font is the same and like the the yeah. game's visual identity still like is present in the tv show like really means a lot the font is the same the opening credit is the same the it, it it like really like seems to be like one a, a really faithful adaptation in a really good way, non like yeah. a bad like it, it ends up being Keech kind of way. This seems you know accurate and seems good, and it's almost like scene scene by scene taken from the game in a good way again. Uh, really excited about it. Really good. The clickers look amazing. I, don't, I mean, the one clicker we saw looks great, yeah. but we'll see. They they first teased before the trailer came out that morning they teased like the hbo like the uh opening and they oh, had the clicker. clickers worked into yeah. it i said nope threw my headphones off nope not this shit again nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, i have never played the last of us so but i'll probably watch I don't the think, show i think it'll make you, you guys are all gonna well, have played the game first and then watch the show and i'm gonna do it the opposite no I'm has not, anyone I'm not played play part one game. yet have you guys played part one yet I have not. I have a friend who's going to lend it to me, but uh, I have not actually tried it yet. The the uh, the PS4 that I bought like initially it was like a bundle with uh, like the the first re like remaster HD version of um, Last of Us, and that's why I kind of laughed when I saw the trailer because I was like, it looked so close to the game, but it's a show. So I'm like, how many episodes are just going to be like? Joel and what's her name just like faffing about in the city before they find like in the like the no go zone before they like find Ellie and then it's like maybe like three episodes of them getting to the hospital. It's probably uh, that's be- what I'm curious about too was like you know like Ed saying like they're taking beats beat for beat from the game. Mm-hmm. It's like how much mm-hmm. of it's going to be that and how much of it's going to be original. How do they balance that being authentic I- to the game and yeah. but not being like beholden like slavishly to it. Um, I don't remember how many episodes they said they're, they're going to do, but like I, I can bet, I, I'll do a pizza bet or whatever bet, that episode oh, one ends with uh, Joel and Tess finding Ellie. And that's it. You find them, there's like credits. 
that's it. That's that's where episode one ends. Because I think you have to you have to rush into into the Joe Elliott connection because that's the core of, of, the, of the game. Moving. That will be the core of the series. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think you have to Cause, do something. Because my worry is I look at stuff that's like really popular, like, like The Walking Dead, and the amount of like episodes that's spent with just like like nothing, just to like just to kind of fill time and have episodes like. It, it just makes me worry that they'll like have to fill a couple episodes with just like them being in the city having drama or like here's a little bit of like Joel backstory when he was still like a smuggler and this like like they won't because again it's like it's almost like like it's like it, it feels like you know the game exists so what's the point of just remaking the game as a show it's just like so you just here's yeah, the game minus the interactivity um what I'm excited for, as somebody who has not played the game, is the cast. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. everything Pedro Pascal touches is, yeah, is magical. <laughs> I haven't seen him in anything I've complained about, which is rare for me. I complain about everything. Um, even in Wonder Woman, I, I liked him in Wonder Woman, even though that yeah. whole thing was a was a misfire. Uh, in what, sorry? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Wonder anyway, um, but Melanie Linsky is one of my favorite actresses she's usually hilarious i'm going to assume that's not where we're going she plays someone named kathleen i don't know if that's someone from the game or not um, is she the original because um, there's an original character that they mentioned was going to be in it maybe but melanie linsky's really really good i adore her she's in um yellow jackets mm, yes. uh she yeah i adore her but more importantly Bella Ramsey. I don't know if you guys remember Bella Ramsey in Game of Thrones and how yeah. everybody was like obsessed with her because she was this kid controlling men and it was magical and she was damn good at it. But um, Brendan and I actually got to see her at TIFF up close and personal mm. and see her in the movie Catherine called Birdie, which is like complete opposite ends of the spectrum. But she was amazing in it. She was like her comedic timing is great. Like she she's hilarious and yeah. she adapted like I knew her as game of thrones bella ramsey so right. to see her in this completely different like coming of age um lena dunham con- comedy like she can do whatever she wants she's got it she was um she's also on another hp show called his dark materials based on those really? novels um really? and she's it's a smaller role in that but she was quite good in that as well and she yeah, also she's... voiced uh there's a kid oh. show on netflix called hilda and she does the, like oh, the voice cool. for that it's really it's What's a really fun like fanciful his dark materials all right, I like that's her, and I'm just chasing her. She's the girl from Two and a Half Men. That's why I know her. I just never knew her name. She's in Two Melanie and a Half Linsky. Men. No, yeah, oh, she Melanie was. Linsky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> was, like, I was, was just, she alive? I was, I, was, I was in the middle of googling uh, who her character was. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think uh, Chris was right. She's original for the for the show. She is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. So, she, uh, yeah. She's been I in a lot of really well, good stuff because I know like fan people can be cranky when you change things or add things but she is someone i really enjoy and i don't want to see that go badly apparently Kathleen... the last of us fans getting cranky about yeah. something unheard of yeah jordan yeah <laughs> and, uh, and apparently... <laughs> okay but my complaints are legit okay, okay levels <laughs> okay. Blown out. i didn't get mad at you know a character having muscles or killing you know the worst character in the f- series <laughs> Apparently, Kathleen is the ruthless leader of a revolutionary movement in Kansas, and Kansas has not, never been featured in the games. So, no. okay. so I guess characters. they're going on a trip. So expanding yeah. a bit, or speculation about potentially a Last of Us Part Three that the series will mm-hmm. kind of like set the tone and the backstory for a Last mm-hmm. of Us Part Three in the future. But, mm. 
I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't call be surprised it by a that. trilogy. And then two um, seasons, three games. But uh, I was actually listening to other podcasts talking about this game or talking about Last of Us Part One uh, today, and they're saying that you know, like you know, when I when I first played this game, I wasn't a parent, and now I am. So like, I almost mm-hmm. didn't want to get past the first ten minutes of playing the part one again. Um, but then beyond that, you'd like the, the the gameplay improvements make it a little easier because it, it one of the reasons why i keep bouncing off of this game is that it's it's hard like it's hard on you like not just a hard game it's hard on you to experience like it's not a happy-go-lucky game there's it's bleak as hell in that kind of elden ring way but there's more character development there to kind of hit you in, yep. in the heartstrings so like yeah so it's frustrating and it's also like we know the first 10 to 15 minutes of the series is going to be devastating just if knowing yeah. how the game starts it's going to it's going to start off really rough so that's one element i'm kind of curious to see how when you take all the gameplay frustrations out and just experience it as a story mm. especially like a live action story i'm very clear as how the reaction is going to be to that well, well i think mm. the last of us was all always kind of a cinematic game and kind of ushered in this like new era of like mm. cinematic playstation games that kind of led to like what we have now with, with god of war and when you think about like neil Druckmann's inspiration it's very literary you know I remember playing uh, Last of Us Part Two, and I was like, "Yeah, this is just the Count Monte Cristo essentially, but in game form." And what? How does that complicate things? You know, the first one is just on the road by Jack Kerouac, right? So this, yeah, it will be interesting to see if like it still stands up toe to toe with some other TV shows, especially HBO TV shows, which you know are really good. And to see, hey, like, is the story good enough on its own without the game being good enough? Because I think the story is great for games. Mm-hmm. that's one of the mm-hmm. best i want to see if the story is good enough for tv shows i think that's well, the you've test gotta it. think about that with any video game um okay that's a story driven game uh god of war uh like what if they made like a skyrim video game most of the time i'm just running trying to climb up mountains <laughs> every every other episode you'd go to the same cave and kill the same bandits yeah like you gotta <laughs> i'll answer gotta that question with how the those games work and they it's have like, to yeah. fill in all that time, right? Don't, so, it, don't you say it, Chris. And, and no, I was going to say, never should have come here. <laughs> like, like the guards constantly say, yeah. yeah. I think that's, it's, that's it's how bit, I think of that. It's a bit different because one of the frustrations people have with Last of Us is that the choices are made for you. You're not, you're not actively choosing. Do you kill the, mm-hmm. the doctors at the end of Last of Us Part 1? Spoilers. You don't get to choose it because it has uh, happened, you know. You no, you, you have, do. I think well, you have to kill them, right? No, you don't. Yeah, because I, I remember for, my, for myself, I yeah. actually didn't didn't kill them. But again, like the second game just retconned all that. And yeah, just yeah, makes yeah. It so yeah, yeah oh, he he did. Like, see, I wouldn't like. But that, you don't actually it... have to gun them down. Hmm. I thought you did. That would bore me. No. Yeah, I, I also remember you did, but like I think yeah, that makes sense. But canonically, still the decisions made for you, and then you know, mm-hmm. even in part two, again, spoilers, you don't get mm-hmm. to choose if your team Ellie or team Abby. The game decides for you. At yeah. any point, there's no like choose or stop. No, there's only one outcome, and you're you're locked right. in for it, right? Which, speaking of like stories and choosing, I saw Dragon Age news today, and it was very exciting. Ooh. I'm not going to talk about it, but I'll send it to you, Chris. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give me that stuff. I mean, you can make a choice at, at the Last of Us Two at the end if you just hmm. let don't finish know, the game. Just well, yeah. Just let just let Ellie get murdered repeatedly, and it's like there you got the good ending. <laughs> okay, fill in the blanks yourself, yeah. <laughs> we did it um, yay but, uh, yeah. anyways uh, the other thing we also saw this week uh, well we didn't actually see any concrete details on it but we had an exciting teaser slash announcement for Deadpool 3 yes. which I think was supposed to happen at D23 but uh, mm-hmm. some things got in the way there 
But uh, the impossible is happening, and Hugh Jackman's coming back for Deadpool three. We thought he was I'm done as Wolverine, mm-hmm. but he's not. Who I've talked to in person, I'm just saying. You have <laughs> done that. Did he tell you about Deadpool three? He did. Yeah. I've known for ages. Uh, I did know what year. happens. I'm actually in the movie. <laughs> he said, I can't bear this burden any longer. You <laughs> yeah. must take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty exciting. Um, I yeah. I wasn't a huge like comic book fan before like the movies started yeah. happening. That wasn't that wasn't my thing. Um, my ex-husband and I uh, he kind of got me into that stuff, and that's how I became like a huge Marvel fan and all that. And his his baby was Wolverine. Like that was mm-hmm. his favorite thing. My son, when he was born, we had like a little knitted like newborn Wolverine cap. Like Wolverine is a good time. Um, Logan, yellow suit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Logan crushed me. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, spiritually, uh, except for the like the, the theater screwed it up. The, the theater screwed up the movie, and I've never seen a riot like that at the movies. Just so you know, oh, it's hilarious. The like, <laughs> I won't. Well, can I spoil Logan? Like, that's I, I don't know. Uh, there anyways, yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's fair. It's yeah. been out for a long time. They kind well, of spoiled the point, it in the announcement, anyway. Yeah. The oh yeah, that's true. The point while he's dying. The theater had the wrong cue times, and all the lights came on, and you couldn't oh. see the screen anymore. It was, and it was like the it wasn't a midnight show, but it was like the night before a show. All the lights came on, like people were livid. Like I was just on the verge of tears, and then it ended. Like you couldn't oh. watch. I I literally the manager was literally standing with like a sea of people swarming him. It was drama. Anyway, unrelated. Uh, so to see him come back and in a series that's doing things well is very exciting for me. I love the relationship between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, just in general, with like even just with their liquor companies, they're just yeah. constantly battling, and I think it's hilarious. And I would see it just for that. That's fair. Those are my opinions. I had opinions today. Yay. We did it. I, I kind of still can't believe it's real. Like, I still yeah. feel like Ryan's yeah. trolling us. Like, we've seen all the official news about it. But I'm like, I don't know. This was, he was so dumb. I mean, they did, like, they did make that joke at the end of Deadpool 2, right? So, mm-hmm. this just feels like that, like the logical con- continuation of it. And even the poster says, oh, from the studio that killed Wolverine, but this is Marvel Studios now. So, it's like mm-hmm. something, something happened. Something. There was a exchange here that was like, okay, Kevin Feige <laughs> drove a dump truck full of money up <laughs> yeah. to Hugh Jackman's house. That's what I'm Which, By the way, how, I didn't know how, how to much... say Kevin Feige's name before. Kevin Feige. That was not how I read it. Yeah, in my I used head. to say Feige. Feige or Feige. Yeah, I, I just say Feige. Apparently, that's Kevin not it, but I'm going to call him the Kevin Feige, Feige from now on. <laughs> He's the Feige. <laughs> but uh, they did confirm <laughs> that they're not going to touch on Logan, though, with Wolverine. Yeah, because Logan happens past this. That's, yeah, that's so the, yeah, they, like, they even say, like, you know, Logan happens in 2029. So, like, that just brings up more questions of how they're going to bring the X Men into the MCU, per se. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's they it, already did, though. Uh, yes and no. Like, uh, spoilers for MCU projects Miss Marvel, right, is a mutant. Namor is confirmed mm-hmm. to be a mutant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Quicksilver, Ralph Burner isn't it that's kind of all that we have and professor x and but in the multiverse right that's well and in logan if i'm not mistaken is that not what they am i making that up and logan what's logan uh professor x he is yeah but professor x like i know that like these have nothing to do with each point. other but like it was... no he dies he also dies in logan yeah professor x i'm ready to watch everybody logan dies yeah oh yeah without the lights turning on 
And that yeah. is right, Virginia. So he did say, Hugh Jackman said, I remember an interview where he said he will only come back if he gets to be an Avenger, oh. which leads me to believe that they're all going to be in Secret Wars. And I think Secret Wars is going to be like a reboot for the Mutant Saga. The Fox Universe mm-hmm. is going to collide with the MCU continuity. And then moving on, they're going to be like, okay, now we restart, restart. Blank slate. Not for everyone, probably for the mutants. And we go, okay, the yeah. Fox stuff is no more. It's still it's still fun to catch up, watch those films, because it's Disney catalog now. But do... Uh, but, like, welcome to the new stuff. Changing of the Gods, which is going to be fun. Is yeah, I, it's just like maybe like um per old for yeah that's bit? that's also but I well that, that that's why he was getting out of it because the physical training was just getting to be like what he was doing his body to be in that role was too much. Um, when was yeah. X and one was that two thousand? Probably two thousand, I think. Yeah, yeah, which is, the latest. yeah, which is that's which crazy. is a long I time ago, right? Six? Yeah, no, it's that's, a while ago. That's it. I was four. I don't. Even know what like the original. Okay, let's not talk about that. Yeah, it was two thousand. Yeah. Really? Yep. And the script was written by Solid Snake himself, David Hater. Oh. It was. I'm so sad. Fun fact. You guys ruined um, my night. Me <laughs> Shit. I'm 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 just checking the like the release schedule here because they only have so many movies to kind of set up the mar like the the mutants in. The Marvel Universe, right? Like uh, Fantastic Four is before Deadpool because Deadpool is twenty twenty four, and that's September. I want to, I want to say, I think, and they have that. That's the year when they have Fantastic Four and some other pff, three films, probably. But I don't remember them. Yeah, because uh, Captain America is May twenty twenty four. Then there's Thunderbolts. Then there's oh, Dead- yeah. well, Deadpool three is after Thunderbolts. Yeah, so yeah. in September. Yeah, it's not a lot to set up. A huge branch of the universe, right? Like, there's mm. no big tentpole movie there. Like, where are they going to do it? But they <laughs> kind of Covenant probably, Chaos. yeah, they, they kind of probably won't anyway. I think, I don't think they'll set it up. I think they'll do like, oh, they're colliding with the MCU. They're not going to be like, they're going to be still like from a different universe. I think it's going to be some shenanigans mm-hmm. happening, right? I mean, unless it's done through the, the animated cartoon because that season will air before. Yes, it will. <laughs> could they, could they find a way yeah. to? Probably bring it in that way, but but like that will still be a soft entry, and I think most people won't watch it because it's still animated. That was the problem with what if, like, you, you can connect it to the main continuity, but in reality, let's be honest, not everyone's gonna watch it. Not everyone that goes to watch Doctor Strange yeah. in Multiverse of Madness will also have watched What If to understand, oh, there's a different Strange in What If that went bad as well, and so. I don't think people will watch X-Men 98 and be like, oh my God, now I know everything about the mutants. I'm ready to yeah. go and, into it. You know, that being said too, I also don't expect Ms. Marvel to get into that territory either, but it did it. It did. So, I yeah. mean, we, but, they could do anything at this point. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the point of uh, Captain America. And that's and the problem. Think... All these shows and stuff now, like I need to get my life together if I'm going to watch mm-hmm. any of these. I still haven't seen Shang-Chi. I haven't seen uh, The Eternals. Good. I haven't seen like any of the Marvel shows. I don't think the recent ones. I want you to watch She-Hulk and tell me what you think because I'm yeah. loving it. But... I should because I really love her, but I just she's like, amazing. I don't want... Oh my god, she's like the best part of the show. Have you watched Orphan Black? No, I haven't yet, but I'm going to because to. of this show. Yeah, you need to. You need. To. I should just finish the Orville, so we might get into that next. But uh... do it. I mean, what even even She-Hulk, there's like rumors about her being a mutant. Because there's the thing in, in the first mm-hmm. episode of like, oh, how is she, how is she getting her powers from Bruce? Is it just 
a genetic mutation that they have in the family. But like, what do we mean Isn't by mutation like, now? By the end of all these shows, aren't everyone just scrolls? Isn't that that's everyone's a secret invasion? Yeah, we'll see. They're all we'll see that. We'll see about that next year. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm. I'm just curious. I just want to see them together on screen. That's just going to be That's so good. Right. We've never had that. I, I'm, I'm not counting X-Men Origins because that wasn't a good version of Deadpool. Like Ryan Reynolds has done so much for the character since then to make it part of him. Yeah. Again, if the so. ex-husband who's super into like Wolverine and Marvel and all that. That was a very angry evening. That's fair. Everybody was mad. <laughs> That's fair. That's if, fair. if the Hulk doesn't throw Wolverine at some point, this will all have been for nothing. That's it. Mm. So we have to have it, you know. We need to get to the Ruffalo Buffalo into that movie for like 30 seconds just to. Yeah. Actually, seconds that, that's just a cameo. They can do that. Yeah, they throw Wolverine in. Yeah, have She Hulk throw him. It doesn't matter which Hulk. Just have Who's a Hulk, dead? throw Wolverine, and then. Someone has to throw him. Yeah. But if we're talking about Marvel. Sorry, I'm going to move this along because we're dwelling. I was about to, but you Yeah, no, you go, you go. But no, no, you, you, you got sometimes it. Sometimes we go too long. You got um, it. Wakanda Forever got its runtime. And uh, it is the longest non-Avengers Marvel movie at, I believe it's two hours and 41 minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's film. no joke. No, actually, maybe that's where some X-Men stuff's going to come because he's a hey, Neymar is a mutant. Neymar is a mutant, yeah. yeah. But... That mm-hmm. movie has so much to do, though. I'm kind of not surprised. Oh, that, that movie might suck. I'm so worried about it. It's it's Got the it one right? Marvel... Yeah, I'm, I'm, the trailer was fire. The trailer was great. But yeah. like with Letitia Wright, with Chadwick Boseman passing away, with like everything that's happened, it's like they have a lot to prove. And mm. we'll, we'll see. I'm like, I, I went and watched Black Panther again after the trailer came out. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was hoping that um, uh, Lapina, like Nyongo's character, would, would play or would become the Black Panther instead. I, but I, feel, mm-hmm. I still kind of feel we're going to have multiple Black Panthers because Winston Duke's character was like kind of being like, oh, I like can be Like it's going to be a team effort. So I think it's going to be we Shuri, uh, Winston Duke's character, and Lupita's character. So I think them three are kind of going to be Black Panthers in some way. But I think people analyzed the trailer and they were like, oh, no, this is definitely Shuri and, and the mm-hmm. suit at the end. Like, there I have, have been say... Lego sets leaked that suggest it. Okay. But... Dun, dun. but drama i have to say like i don't i don't usually pull the woman card but like even just talking about it and thinking about the trailer like this is going to be a very very powerful movie for women mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. probably definitely women of color especially but i can't relate yeah, in that department clearly uh, mm-hmm. but like even just like those three women are bad ass and i can't wait to watch them kick ass and i hope that it doesn't end up i think it no, in uh, one of the last one of Endgame, Endgame, uh, there was like very much. Yeah, the moment. Yeah, I was calling me clear yeah, by the, the way because I am translucent. The but, girl uh, power moment. Yeah, but it was a really cheesy one. Like it was very forced and very like. Yeah. Girls kick ass, and I like I hate that, mm. and I don't want it to be like <laughs> that. I just want it to be a movie where these people happen to be women. That would be cool. Yeah. Not like, hey, look, hey, look, that one, that one right there. Like that, I one, like that, that better one. in the theater, and not so much on repeat mm-hmm. viewings. Yeah, that was yeah. I was just excited to see Captain Marvel at the front of all of that. That's a different it, story. It would also be interesting to see what, what kind of forever will be the movement that it was that Black, Black Panther one was because that was a movement. People rallied for that film. There were like news stories mm-hmm. written all about like how big of an event it was, and it was nominated for an Oscar, right? So like, yeah. what kind of forever kind of has a lot to prove in this regard. But I as think well. it's going to because. Um, 
I did a story. I can't even remember what the hell it's about now. Uh, it was something about, oh, um, it was something I saw on TikTok, I guess, for Wakanda Forever. Uh, when you're, you're doing a movie, there's a call sheet. And there's like, number one, they're the first person to get their hair and makeup done. They're the first person to be like carted to where they need to be, blah, blah, blah. And then two, three, four, whatever. And I guess they saved the number one spot for Chadwick Boseman. He mm-hmm. was always number one, even though he's gone. And it, it mm, goosebumps and tears and all that stuff. And I wrote like a quick news story about it. And I was like, mm, emotional. And that was probably the biggest social media okay. story for yeah. us. Like we, our social media is not like crazy, but it was like in the thousands, right? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for yeah. joining me there. Yeah. So <laughs> like people are still, people are hyped for it for sure. Yeah, and like, and, and and again, having just rewatched it too, like, uh, it did such great things. Like, it wasn't the most groundbreaking comic book movie or MCU movie, but just the way they did the character, the way they did the, the culture. Like, I remember people being really impressed when the movie came out that he listened so well to like to like the, like the female people in his life, like to those voices in his in his life, his counsel. Like he, those were his closest counselors, with the women in his life. People thought that was a great, you know, subtle thing to throw into a movie like this. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan Coogler's still behind it, so yeah. So like he he listens to his sister and his mother and uh, yeah, Longo and never his, even really like, grasped his, that. Surrounded by that. I think yeah. it's one of the few yeah. movies that passed the MC movies that passed the Bechtel test as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> um, but Ryan Coogler's still behind it, and I they undoubtedly feel the burden of trying to do right by Chadwick through this movie. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I feel yeah, I'm a little concerned, but. I trust Ryan Coogler on this one. I just don't. Okay. Yeah, I don't know about some of it. <laughs> we'll see. I guess. How do we? It's got to tell a lot of heavy lifting to do. Like that was. I think it's way too long. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know. The first cause... one was two hours and like fifteen minutes. So. Pop an extra, an extra half an hour on it. They've got to do it right. Like I've been in movies that are three hours long that I've been on the edge of my seat the whole time. I've also mm-hmm. been in movies that are three hours long that I thought should have ended after like an hour and 15 yeah uh like i can't even name some but i know like i can't remember a specific movie but i remember like four different times thinking oh okay this is the end oh it's not the, the batman okay. was that for me yeah, yeah, that was, that, yeah the batman was that for me where it was like i feel like this had to end this yeah and, and that's where it's going to be if they turn it into you know, just a lot of here's a bunch of action for no reason. Here's a bunch of girl power for no reason. Here's like just, I really hope no, they and, don't do that. And that was the thing, like you know, about about the first one, right? Like because it's like, yeah, like the first one, you know, two hours is is you know is not a short. It's not a jaunt. You know what I mean? So like, but like you know, when you like, but like watching because I've watched Black Panther a few times now. I would say it's probably like one of one of my top three of the marvel movies and like it moves at such a consistent pace that like it never feels dull like between the action the drama like it just it it never stops so you don't feel the time at all and i feel like with if with with this one like yeah like it may because of you know because of like the 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 scope of it you know and and what it needs to do, I think, like as a movie that's like you know, kind of like passing the torch, um, not just like in a in a film sense, but also like you know, just like like logistically, like like kind of you know, taking 
the the legacy that that Chadwick Boseman left as T'Challa and sort of like giving it to the next like group of of, of players who are going to like keep this thing going like mm-hmm. you know it, it it needs to it needs to have a certain degree of of reverence it needs to have a certain degree of 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 um you know of 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 like commentary even it has to have something to say um and then like but also like it needs to be it needs to still be like fun and have a bit of brevity and and keep keep things moving along so you know so you actually like enjoy the ride like right so and for, that's not uh, that's not it either like they're also doing atlantis like they're doing yeah the, and, yeah and they're introducing like, that's not a small thing the submariners <laughs> coming in and and he's a mutant and what does that mean and, <laughs> yeah like, so so I feel like two uh, two hours and 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 what two hours and forty one minutes is like the, the official runtime of it. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's again like, but I'm I'm not one of those guys who really gets like snippy about runtimes. Like a movie need, can be as long as it needs to be. And like uh, I had no qualms sitting through all the Lord of the Rings like movies in the theaters. Yeah. I will watch the extended version. See, I did. Day. But that. But, but, I'll, but, but I'll agree Justice with Dana. League. <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with Dana. Justice League. Though, game, I was like, nope. Endgame, I felt the time on that one. Like that no, felt didn't. like a nine-hour movie. Uh, I, I, I don't didn't. Think I did with Endgame. Endgame would, and wait, went fast. Endgame was a fast no. film. Especially Infinity War went fast. Endgame was a slog to get through. Endgame was long. Uh, Infinity War definitely felt better, but Endgame the longest victory was lap long. In but also, I was not like I was fine. I was, <laughs> I was there for it. Um, and I was sitting like front row, like I was in like the uncomfortable seats because oh, it was God. so cramped. Yeah. I was fine, like bring it on. <laughs> but, but a lot uh, more Marvel projects still, even before we're kind of forever, we have Werewolf by Midnight. That will be a thing. Mm-hmm. So it yeah, will be that's gonna be the how... first thing I pass on in the MCU. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't but, know it was MCU. No, they did Morbius so well. I mean, how they how they gonna mess Morbius, up werewolves? No MCU, MCU didn't do Morbius. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fair. Morbius basically was maybe. Um, I'm kind of over like the solo movies. That's fair. Like I want to, I just want to see everybody just team up. Just yeah, just everybody team up. Hey, the the one. (laughs) Don't be mean to Solo. That was a good movie. I hated Solo. No, everyone, everyone be mean to Solo because everyone was mean to Last Jedi. How about we we just don't be mean? <laughs> no. Some, sometimes I just have to, Chris. Like, what if there are you, different? You get like, my DMs. Sometimes I just need to be mean for a minute. Yeah. Um, but it's like someone, someone compares ours to a restaurant, and it, it also works for other things. But like, you know, you, when you go into the menu, not everything on there is for you. You don't order that. Then just, just don't order it. Like, don't order the steak if you don't like steak. Don't order the lobster if you don't like lobster. Like, mm, you I'm have so to hungry. like Shut eat. Up. Don't, you don't have to like yeah. throw things at the chef because you don't like lobster personally. It happens to be on the menu. You tried just, it once, you didn't it's like more, it. Don't it's order more, it Chris, I think it's more an analogy. I'm hungry. Shut up. Sorry. I think it's more for me. It's like it's like it's like everyone. You know, the, the the supposed like you know the supposed like fans of the restaurant like got the filet mignon and said this isn't good enough and took a big shit on it. But then when they were given like the greasy burger that they apparently wanted, nobody went out to get it. So like <laughs> they're, they're they're the child that throws the the food on the floor anyways, no matter what it is. <laughs> uh right. do we want to do our last thing or are we uh I don't know. To... Mr. Mr. Fry is the boss man. Are we going into one more? Or are we done? Uh, what's the last? Well, one? you set a certain time limit. Hard stop, yeah, and we are rapidly I mean, it's, approaching it's, it's it. FIFA. I'm okay talking about FIFA if you want to kind of wrap up. It's not that. just FIFA. 
He uh, reads like the first sentence of everything. Spoiler alert, we have a list of things to talk about. We're not just like on our feet. Hey, you know, this, this just tell in. Tell them podcasts how the sausage gets made. Normally. Most podcasts I'm okay, have but if we want to make a quick segment, I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's adorable. That he thinks it's going to be quick. <laughs> Go ahead. Introduce. So, uh, Ed got his hands on FIFA 23, and uh, you can give us some impressions. What did you think? Yeah, so I played about 10 hours of it. Uh, I reviewed FIFA 22 last year, and I swore off playing the FIFA games. <laughs> that was the last time. And now they got me back in. Every year they do it. Uh, in fairness, though, I only did the trial. I only did the year play, early access thing, so it's fine. Uh, AFC Richmond is in the game. Ted Lasso is in the game, which I love. I love the series, so that makes it easier. But it's still fundamentally the same kind of game. And I think it's going to be interesting because it's the last game with a license. And I don't feel like they use it well or especially well. They got the um, uh, women's team, the club teams, at least in England. And so that's that's a plus for um, representation. They also got women refereeing, like men's games, which never happened, and women being lines, uh, men or lines people for the first time ever. So there are a few like minor additions. The physics are better. The hypermotion. We're on hypermotion two, which is them capturing a real time uh, game of two different squads. That's fine. Minor adjustments like the power shot, like uh, you know FIFA Ultimate team things but quintessentially it's still vastly the same game and that's really disappointing fifa hasn't really updated itself since like 19 and even then it's still been year by year but i feel like they're really allowed to be complacent because there's no konami anymore to kind of even do anything with ps because that became something else e-football is not competitive and football uh football manager is just a different kind of game I kind of wish next year with EA Sports FC that FIFA had, you know, a, a really good game designer that really, you know, had a competing game, but they probably won for an, another year or another few years. And even okay. then, it probably won't be good. If you play, you play sports games, I do not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess it kind of goes into games like Call of Duty, too. But um, mm-hmm. how how do we differ them? Like, it it's the sport. Right. sport i know right. mlb added like the stadium designer and i know there's like mm-hmm. your career mode where you can just become a better player but to me like to have one every year like i feel like those games should be like every four or five like some of the games that i play because right. it's the right. same damn game that's kind of what i want to happen to fifa as well um uh, konami is doing that with e-football where like they released a game called e-football and they're going to be like oh we update this like yearly or like every half year we're like squad updates and we do this and it's fine fifa is in the position where it sells buckets and it sells so well that there's yeah. no there's no reason to do it mm-hmm. and until and until it stops being profitable like with call of duty why even bother why not make why not launch, why not launch a different game every year because it's still profitable and i think the problem here is competition there's nothing else football is a sport loved by so many people especially especially in europe but also in canada because you guys have you know a lot of like canadian teams as well there's no alternative if you're a fan of the sport there's no real alternative to fifa and that is the actual problem here if you like shooters, if you like FPSs, you can play anything else other than COD. You don't have to go back to playing COD. You go back to COD because you like that type of experience, but you don't have to. If you like football and you like to play a game, there's 
a football game, except for like football manager and FIFA, there's no options. And these two games are very different. So I think that this is kind of like a problem here. But uh, I don't know. And it's it's also disheartening to see them kind of do only the cash, you know, the cash cow mode, which is the ultimate team, like in uh, you know, like in Madden. It's kind of just a disappointing release. Uh, I read some of the reviews. Everyone's like really like you know up on it, which I think is also kind of disappointing from my perspective because it's like, yeah, it looks good if you've never played any FIFA game before. If you've played them in the last five years, is the same. And I mean. I guess there's new people joining things like that all the yeah, time. Yeah, right? and it, there's always new it's people cool reviewing the reviewing FIFA, and they're like, "Oh, this is impressive." And I, I bet it is if you've just joined the landscape now. <laughs> but I've been playing FIFA yeah. for like my entire life, essentially. I I'm the person who gets the platinums in FIFA. I have the platinum in the last four or five FIFAs, you know. And even the trophy list is the same. Even what you do is the same. Even the game modes are exactly the same. They have you go through the same paces and. I'm kind of done with it. That kind of sounds like every every other sport's kind of doing the same thing yeah. too, like the Maddens and the well, like NBA I said, 2Ks like and... MLB brought in the stadium designer, and I guess that was pretty cool. But then even that's gone two years in a row. So mm-hmm. okay. yeah, the MLB was kind of the one thing that was still pushing things. It seemed again. I don't play sports games, but I um, feel like it's going to be the next one is going to be like now you're also the seamstresses that design. The... I was going to say costumes. God damn it! <laughs> baseball costume. <laughs> I kind of want to make the argument for like why people buy yearly games. I think it's because it's the only game they buy. I I have friends yeah. who have consoles or like have a PC. The only game that they actually play on it is FIFA or Madden or MLB The Show or NBA. I have friends who like they just buy the FIFA that comes out that year and that's it. That there is a definite demographic for that. I would say um, the people who you know they buy a modest system and they buy that every year and that's the only thing they play. Well, why don't we just like set up a system? There's if one every year comes out, that's fine. But we'll all work on a rotation. I'll get every third year. You get every fourth year. Like <laughs> I don't understand. My brain hurts. I get like and again to kind of pitch as an outsider some like ways they can improve. But like I don't see why they don't just do like okay, here's 2022. We're dropping new FIFA. Next year you'll get like we'll push out uh, an update it'll cost half as much as the game you don't have to buy a new game but here's all the roster updates and maybe we fix the thing here too while we're working on the 2024 installment which will be a, like a bigger genuine improvement but like you say I I mean, then pitch. again if it's selling then why 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 fix what's not broken i guess we need all the major wobbling. league teams to create like real life sports instead of we sports we have nba uh nhl mlb fifa all in one game and you can just play whatever oh, you that want. would be you and know what fine. and you call it sports and that's sports. it sports sports, sports. 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 not sports even sports just sport yeah. sports, sports ball. Ball. yeah <laughs> um, sports ball. at first i thought you were pitching like a real life nintendo switch sports league mm-hmm. and me too I, yeah that's intriguing <laughs> <laughs> I got then the again, excited. Sorry. <laughs> we are we are dancing around the real reason why FIFA 23 might be valuable. Ted Lasso's in it. Ted Lasso's in it. And yeah. that's okay. that's fun. You can get his badge in FIFA Ultimate Team. You can play with the game and the game mode and career mode. You can have the Ted Lasso avatar. And it's cute. And it's 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 good that it's happening. It's a great collaboration. But the novelty kind kind of wears off, yeah. That, that being said, I've never touched a FIFA game. I do not like football personally, um, but I was so t- like I'm almost tempted to play FIFA 
because I could play as AFC Chris, Richmond. Chris, and come like, on. I, 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 I think it would be so right satisfying now. to take them and like, take them to the top of the league I'm, or whatever. I am sad for you right now. <laughs> have you watched I, Ted Lasso? No. no. I love Ted Lasso. Yeah. And, and let me let me unsell you on FIFA if you love Ted Lasso. FIFA has none of the joy and the empathy and the humanity that Ted Lasso has, and it's the exact like shill of that damn face. Uh, yeah, no, if, I'm if I'm, I'm being a little facetious, yeah. as as tempting as it is to try. I'm not shelling on ninety bucks for the game. I, I think if, you, if, if you love Ted Lasso, you'll find none of none of that love in FIFA. FIFA is the exact opposite oh. of Ted Lasso. I'll wait till the sales collapse for the game and it goes on sale for like 20 bucks, like six will, months from now. It will go on like, <laughs> you know, by next like March or April, you know, PS Plus will give away FIFA 23 because then mm-hmm. we're all getting ready for FIFA oh, 24 go. anyway. So like, don't buy it, just wait for it. But the, the reason why people buy it early is because you want to get ahead in an ultimate team. That's why it matters. You want to get the packs, you want to get the players. That's the other thing too with the sports games is they're pushing everybody towards these ultimate league or whatever they're called in each individual game. The and, where the money comes in, like and the game that it used horrible. to be is the, is the sideshow now. Like, and yeah, and it's horrible because single player doesn't matter. There's no upgrades. Career mode has no upgrades to speak of, uh, except for like transfer negotiation cutscenes, which is fine. It's whatever. But even with how they're selling FIFA 23, you have an ultimate edition version of the game which, which costs like 90 pounds. Not sure how much that is in Canadian, but that is more than 100 Canadian dollars. And the the major perk and the major reason why people are buying that is because it gives you early access to the game, which means it's a it's kind of like a Disney like fast pass to the game. That's, that's why people. It's about it. 137 Canadian dollars. By yeah, the way. that is a lot of money, and yeah, people pay that just just to get ahead of the game. Imagine if Street we'll Fighter game prices another day. Yeah. That's also insane. Well, Imagine that's if, thing. Imagine if Street Fighter Six released like seven days earlier. If you bought a uh, whatever edition, and then all the pro fighters will have they have they have to get it. Lots yeah, the games are well, doing that, and games that like you need to level up more to do that are doing that too. Mm-hmm. Like games that you need to get to max level, like Overwatch. But uh, to kind of well, to kind of end on a positive note, yeah, that too, mm-hmm. yeah. And on a kind of a positive note, I'm glad to hear that uh, the representation is kind of going into the yeah. game a little bit, like you're saying, because um, yeah. with uh, the NBA and so, well, double and NBA at least has like WNBA editions of the game with different box art for WNBA players. There's, there was a whole trailer for the game just featuring the WNBA. I'm not sure. Again, I'm an outsider as well. I'm not sure how far it gets into the actual game, but I'm glad to see that there is some effort to go beyond that mm-hmm. you know uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> a face service like you know uh, it's not just a promotional stunt on the cover of the game and it's it's good they actually push it and they you know they keep their promise in, in pro clubs you can make your own player and then it doesn't okay. even matter if, if the men play together with the with the women it doesn't even matter because there's in pro clubs there's an idea of like who cares they're just people anyway obviously when you play against like in the, in the women's league or in the men's league, then it matters. You can pin those two teams together. But when you play online in pro clubs, you can create a player that's a woman or a man and play it together. It doesn't matter. You know, and that, that I like about it. You know, mm. it's like good. Because, yeah, again, to come back to Ted Lasso, it'd be funny if, or not funny, but like in a, it'd, be sending, it'd be saying something if you could put a fictional team of players from a different league up against those players, but not women. <laughs> Because you know, mm. <laughs> I'd be saying something without saying something, and uh, right. we have enough of that. Anyways, I think that's going to do it for us this week. 
Uh, if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag, you'll find us. And if you have any questions or comments, you can send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Ed, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Edward Gafton. That is E-D-U-A-R-D underscore G-A-F-T-O-N. And everywhere else on the internet, I, ha- I still have Gamescom articles coming coming out. Everybody. I still have Gamescom articles for a while. It's it's fun. It's it's been a fun month. Cool. You're going to be doing Gamescom for the rest of yeah. your life. I am. Until Gamescom forty six. Until next Gamescom. Be like still Gamescom twenty two. <laughs> uh you can find me at the dana eileen my name is on the screen if you're watching a podcast uh go watch the video to find my name there you go wasn't your turn i don't was there a turn yes yes jordan i'm never doing it right it's okay dana you know ladies first i'm nothing if i'm not a gentleman it's working from the bottom up i'm so confused Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and TikTok sometimes uh, at Ninja X Jordan, and you can find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. Brendan, that's, that's you, Brendan. Okay, uh, see, B Fry Twenty Six on literally all the socials, and you can find me on Twitter at Hugafi or here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, for all of us here at CG Magazine, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Brendan who needs to hit the goodbye button.